0: Well, we'll find out, Sav. <laughs> <laughs> this this is like the Call second us, last episode. We'll get the giggles, <laughs> yeah. Well, as soon as we hit record, you're like, "What are we talking about?" Like that would have been the discussion for beforehand. Again, oh, there <laughs> like, you go, mate. Cold <laughs> opening done. <laughs> I knew what I was going to do—talk about the Christmas episode—but it's done. Forget it. Um, All right, one, two, three.
1: A <laughs> true story. I do remember some of the guys turning up in wetsuits. So. I do remember walking into my first class uh, and thinking, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> Mate, great show today, guys. Yeah, yeah, look, that's <laughs>
0: you. You were, you were asking for a short show today, so that's what, yeah, 39 yeah. seconds, awesome. No, oh, me, <laughs> me asking for a
1: short amount of time to talk? I don't think so, Benny. Yeah, it's not <laughs>
0: believable. It's not uh, believable.
1: No, no. How are you, Benny? Yeah, good, how are you? Good, mate, she's just grinding up some beans, sorry about that. That's okay. Um, and mate, that was really good yesterday afternoon, wasn't it? I really enjoyed that. <laughs> off the hook, really off the yeah, hook. Yeah, yeah, it was like. Just, I really, really enjoyed it, mate. It was um, not really what I expected. Uh, I don't know what I did expect, but, um, you know, I really had a really nice afternoon out there. It was, it was really good, man. Look, I, I
0: loved it. We, you know what I loved about it? And I yeah. think this is really a testament to Ian. As soon as I got out there, like, I actually pulled up. I didn't know. I pulled up a little bit earlier and I pulled up behind Tony. And um, Tony's wife got out and started setting up stuff. And I was like, oh, this is the guy who works for Ian. And yeah. um, as soon as I walked over, I kind of sat with some guys like I was actually going to, like I could have been one of the people getting food. And then as soon as Ian turned up, I went in there and Tony straight away, okay, Ben, this is what you're doing. Yeah. And then as soon as Jeff turned up, they, you know, Tony's got this manner. He's got this really, really great manner where all of a sudden he's like, okay, so you just start putting pizzas in the bag and you four pieces to a bag and, you know, and... But he's uh, taste. You... I've been defending
2: wife for years now. Because <laughs> he just, like, he just says it how it is.
0: That That's yeah. my taste. I'm like him in the lead because without him, like, things get chaotic. Man, I didn't realise Charcoal Charlie's hands up, that stuff as well. And, um, who, who, where, did the, where did the bread rolls and stuff come from? Uh, Malabar. Oh. Um. But we also have Burke Street Bakery. The guy who picks that up um, wasn't there yesterday, but they give heaps. We Are had- we live, Bo. No. Yeah, we've been just recording.
1: Oh, sorry, man. I'll just no, so good. I'm just going to cut out what we need. And- yeah, because this, this is good. This is good chat. Like this should be content. You know, this is great. Yeah,
0: we're just yeah. you know we're just chilling. I'll figure it out later ben, on.
1: Benny's got the giggles this morning. They've given him laugh for you guys. Hey, it's infectious too. I'm what about you. the opening? What about the opening? We're just. <laughs> It's hysterical. It's yeah. not a word Man, was said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of like the second last episode of the year. We're all happy. Sav's just about to go on the holiday. tomorrow. Was it tomorrow? Uh, Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday. He's finished up work for the year. You know, we had a great day yesterday. That was like, yeah.
1: yeah. yeah awesome no, it's, it's, been, it's been great, mate. It's been good. So, Sav, today
0: on the podcast we have the great Ian Shaffer, you know, the guy who turns up, you know, I just know him as Ian, the guy who turns up and rolls with me and occasionally does technique with me at, um, um, at you know, in the lunchtime classes. But how long have you actually known him, Sav? Where did you guys start out?
1: Um, myself and Ian. Welcome, Ian. Uh, thanks for the intro, Benny. Nice to be here with you guys today. Um, yeah. Look as at that coffee. My wife just hands Whoa. me a, um, a triple shot <laughs> coffee. That yeah. looks good. Yeah, it's Nice fantastic. job, Anna. Yeah, he, Benny said, pretty ordinary looking coffee, babe. <laughs> I <didn't say> that. <laughs> she knows I'm lying, mate. She knows I'm lying. Um, Man, yeah. I was he'll, telling
0: he'll... Jackie the other just before we go, I was telling Jackie the other day when Anna passed you a note and you were like, I'm sick of your shit. I may start making your own dinner from now on. That's it. I've had enough.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and Jackie's like, hilarious. No, what, yeah. what did the note
0: say? And we said, We still don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't think he really. <laughs> She um she hands me a note most night in classes and I you know, I generally when she hands it to me I look at the parents sitting on the bench and I read something completely different to what it says on there. um yeah, so I love um, it. Yeah, mate, I've um the funny thing is uh myself and Ian grew up in the same area. Um yep. I I was um brought up in East Lakes um and Ian was uh just on the next suburb in Mascot. And we've been around, I've known Ian for, well, what would you say, Ian, like 30-odd years, 40-odd, 40-odd years? <laughs> am, I, am I giving, giving our <laughs> age away here,
0: brother? <laughs> yeah. So basically from primary school?
1: Yeah, more or pretty least. much. Although we didn't go to the same schools, we grew up in the same area and... You know, without technology, we were forced to go outside and play. <laughs> you know, yeah. so very different era, and everybody in the area knew everybody, and you know, we'd always you know cross paths and hang out, and you know, just growing up through the ages. You know, you go you go to different events, and yeah, so I've known in pre pre jujitsu, way way pre jujitsu. And, um, you know, and when I started training in uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu at the Maruba Surf Club, Ian was also there with us from the very beginning. Now, that right. was uh, 20, uh, 2003, so 19 years ago now. So, yeah, man, we've been around a long time. Um, I've, you know, I've always uh, looked at looked up to Ian. He's, been, he's, he's an extremely successful uh, MMA fighter um, traveling through Japan at the height of its you know, MMA, you know, everything was just massive over there. And he went over this, you know, this young guy from Australia, um, which they probably, you know, weren't expecting him to do what he did. And he just literally knocked, knocked out the best in the business over there, over and over and over. So it was, um, you know, I've always looked up to Ian. Uh, it's funny to have him in the class now. I'm greatly honoured to have him there as a student and a friend. Um, but to have him in this purple belt doesn't sit well with me. Yeah. <laughs> <Whoop. laughs> you know, is, um, look, his journey, his travels has taken him to a lot of different places. He's trained in a lot of different martial arts and aspects of fighting. Whereas I stuck specifically to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Uh, but to have him contact me and say, look, you know, I'm interested in getting my daughter Isla into Jiu Jitsu. And, you know, I'm thinking of dipping my toes back in the water again. Um, you know, it's been a great honor for us and to have him around the Academy, um, and his knowledge and advice is, it's honestly, it is just absolutely fantastic to have a caliber of guy like this in the academy. I couldn't be prouder. Um, you know, I know Ian's looking at competing again next year, which will be very exciting to watch. Uh, Richie Vass also with the brown belt, um, you know, he'll be competing again. So we've got a couple of these old school guys who are, uh, you know, Richie UFC, you know, Ian K1s and Pride. Do you do fight with Pride too, Ian? Or just a oh, K1? He-
2: Started, they will call WVR Sengoku. Yeah, that's I've,
1: right, Yeah. I, so, that. I mean, these two gentlemen are just, you know, beyond their years in knowledge and to have them in there working with us has been really exciting. But yeah, myself and Ian, we go back a long way. A lot of stuff we can't talk about, but we do. <laughs> 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 it's actually
0: funny you mentioned the comp, going back to competition next year because Clinton and I were talking to Isla about it and I, and, and I was saying, oh, I heard your dad's going to go back to fight next, you know, get in the comp next year. And I was saying... Imagine if, you know, you turned up on a Sunday and you go, who's this guy that I'm fighting? Let me just Google him. <laughs> yeah. You, you, go and, you go and eat a pizza afterwards. Sorry, I'm overweight. Sorry, <laughs> I can't fight today. <laughs> Maybe you go, no, no, it couldn't be this guy. No,
1: no. Man, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be you. Well, it's interesting you're saying that because I know also, too, I'm sure you're all familiar with the name of Rob Whittaker. Um I know in his brown belt, even though he's at the height of his career in UFC, like, it kind of blew me away. I mean, I, I shouldn't say I didn't expect it, but, you know, he would still turn up to fight in the local jiu-jitsu tournaments. And actually, ironically, Professor Morbs, Josh Morbs, who now works and teaches for us, he used to fight a proper lot, you know? So, um, I mean, it just, these guys, I mean, this this is, it takes a special type of person to be at that level. It's It's certainly not for everybody. There is a very, very small percentage, and I do mean a small percentage of people who will ever get that far. Um, yep. Ian and Rob, you know, both extremely successful people, being surrounded by some great mentors and coaches, and yeah, but to see these guys, you know, stepping up on the you know on the weekends and just hitting the local jiu-jitsu tournaments, I mean, you know, full, full praise to these guys. You know, th- this is Completely. what a champion is. You know, we're going to get into that, but
0: Ian, I, I'm I'm curious to know, how did your MMA journey start? Like, what was the first moment you thought, okay, well, this is going to go. This is this is where I'm going.
2: Well, the first drop would have been watching the UFC, UFC five and six. I watched um, a fight. I watched John Martua and Tank Abbott, and Tank Abbott knocked him out <laughs> gruesomely, and I didn't think it was real. I thought it was fake. And I thought, like, what is this? Because I was doing uchi deshi for Kyokushin um, for Sean Jim Phillips. I was yep. I was a student. And I saw that and I went, what is this? just took me to a new level. I thought it was fake. I didn't think and it was Tank great.
1: Abbott's um, Tank Abbott is so unassuming. He's a big fat guy, he's got a goat beard. You would a, never a, you'd never pick him, well, you know. Like, what is this? Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, so I was living in there and I was I think I was sixteen or seventeen. I think I was seventeen. Yeah, something like that. And um, I just started chasing that from that moment on. Um, a couple of years down the track, I ended up at Larry Papadopoulos's. I had a couple of kickboxing fights under my belt, amateur, and Jokushin tournaments, and Larry said, you want to fight in Japan? And I was fighting, um, Kiaru Uno, who became the world champion, and I lasted 14 and a half minutes with him in a promotion called Shuto, which was MMA back then. Yep. And I thought, I love this. <laughs> yeah. And all I was doing, I was just mirroring what he was doing. He'd bridge and roll me, i will bridge and roll him. <laughs> it was so, we were so fresh. And um, even later on in my career, like, we were sort of behind in advanced techniques. We were behind in advanced skills. So all I had was tenacity and hunger. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I'm about to take a left in this conversation. But, yeah. Okay, go.
0: Take that left. Let's hear it. No, well, yeah, that's where it's, yeah. It's always a question. How do I start? <laughs> yeah my question was how did you how did you start and when did you, I'll add to it when did you know that you had a like you had a skill for it when did you know that you were
2: that was my first fight um in Japan I thought
0: yeah, I loved it yeah, yeah. I just awesome. felt this is
2: me in a past life or whatever it was but I had that feeling cool
0: and how long were you over in Japan for back and forth yeah back and forth
2: since 1998. I'm no first, I turned pro in 1998. I just saw I turned 20 that year. Because and when they I... up in Japan, they picked us up in like these bus, these um done up like vans. What are these vans called? You know, these days, done up vans, They're like fancy vans. Picked us up in that Turned us like kings And I didn't win the fight, and they yeah. walked the train station. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: You know, yeah, so my next fight, I had a draw. Well, I really fought harder, and uh, I had a draw. I hope the train was on time.
2: Yeah, like dead set. And I had to catch two, two trains to, to,
0: um, to the airport. Wow. Man, it was
2: added to much trauma.
0: So when you won, did you get the van back to the airport, or was it still the train?
2: Oh, mate, when you're a winner in Japan, you're a winner. <laughs> Got to... Ask Bruno. You know, <laughs> no, um. He's,
1: I I, um, I had a conversation. Uh, this is going back many many years ago. I'm sure Ian will remember this. Well, I hope you will anyway. And I was talking to him about um, just you know because I was watching some of his stuff, and I said to him, you know, this is face to face when he's back in Australia. I said, hey, bro, like, what's going on with the crowds over there, man? Why are they why is there no noise? And the answer he gave me was so interesting. I mean, if you watch a UFC in America, they're like, yeah, rip his head off, you know, and screw his, you know, take his eyes out. Like, you know, it's pretty vocal. It's, and in Japan, they are dead quiet. Like, you could hear a pin drop in there. And I said, why is that? And he said, the Japanese crowd are so educated, sir, that it's only when you go for a submission or, you know, like if you, you know, you, you try something or someone escapes, they actually applaud. Like, they are very, very educated in, you know, this world of MMA and, and grappling. And, you know, they, they they really understand it. And it just blew me away to hear that, actually. It's something that probably doesn't get spoken about a lot. And I'm sure there's noise, you know, through the fights. But he's saying they actually applaud the submission or they'll applaud the escape. Like, you know, they're very educated in what they do.
2: Well, they'll get excited. If they're, gonna, if they're going for a finish, they'll get excited with it. But then they're quiet again. Mm. Um. Yeah, they are quite educated,
0: and they have kids now. Do you miss it? Do I miss it? Do you you miss doing those MMA fights, traveling over to Japan, doing that type of thing? Part of me does, yeah. Yeah, it made me who I was, who I am. Um,
2: But I'm pretty sore. (laughs) I mean, you
0: know, I'm good. I mean, we've tra- we've trained together, and it's been a privilege for me because the the difference for me is, you know, when I train with my buddies, you know, we're sort of doing it to each other. And Sav actually made this point in white belt the other day. When when he wants us to demonstrate, he doesn't want us to sort of lightly get on our partner. Oh, you know, you okay? Did I put my knee in too hard? The first day that I trained with you, Ian, you, you don't remember it, but I can tell you, I do. I have never <laughs> been that hard, need hard in my life. Right. <laughs> It was intense, and just to just to drive the point home that you know you were really focusing on the technique as you drove your knee into my belly, which I've got plenty of. You grabbed the, you grabbed both sides of my D and pulled up as well. Dude, <laughs> no, I have no criticism. It was a learning experience for me. mate I'm not, no I'm not laughing at you, Benny. I'm laughing
1: because I've been there. Many many times, mate. I I I completely get where you're coming from. Uh, Hilarious. Uh,
0: It it is is not a
2: criticism, bro. (laughs) uh, I'm
0: telling you, I'm very grateful for the experience because I learned that day what it actually means to actually execute those those moves with intention. You know, (laughs) like with serious intention. Mm. But um. You know, one of the fantastic right. things about you, Ian, is, is is that I talk with you on the mat about training and then we get off the mat and we're talking about crypto and life and kids and parenting and you are so multifaceted and so passionate and that passion travels throughout your entire, you know, everything that you're interested in, including um, homelessness and, you know, feeding the homeless. I'd love to know, crossing over from the MMA now to this homelessness, because, you know, Sav and I went down to, uh, came down yesterday to to visit you with Sav's family and James and his family. Yeah. H- how did you get into this? What drove you to take this on? Um, well, as Sav said, I like we we had a bit of a colourful upbringing.
2: Um, yeah, but the kicker was... We were living in Miranda, and my ex emptied out my wardrobe. And we took it to the Wayside Chapel, but that was shut for some reason. So we went down to Willamaloo and left two bags of clothes just where we were. Yep. And um, this dude in a dusty suit opened it up, and he found like my Brute 33 or Old Spice, whatever it was. And he sprayed himself and he sprayed his mate next to him and they lined <laughs> up for a spray. <laughs> <Never cover it. laughs> I know oh. right. why I just watched what was going on. And they all had a spray and they all stoked. They smelled all right and Yeah how you know, they, 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 they 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 go about. And um so the week after that or two weeks after that, made some chicken sandwiches, got some jelly snakes, put some little pampas together and went back and that was it. Started handing them out. They were appreciative. I met one guy called Nephi. He was like a big, big Maori dude. He was like the kingpin at the time. He had like two milk crates at his bedside tables. He had a mattress. No one messed with Nephi. And I'd sit down with him, and we'd exchange stories about fights, and it was pretty cool. You know, like he, he was a decent guy. He was a smart guy. Yeah, um, he could hold a conversation. And I just did And then um, his other Maori boys would come around, and there was one guy called Toots to played the harmonica and they'd be on the drink, but they'd sing and they'd play and I'd give them pizza. So it started out about 10, 15 of us and then it just started growing and put it out there on Facebook, guys. I have found a group of guys now Willamaloo and I helped them out and they didn't want to come and help. And people would jump on and jump off. They'd jump on, jump off. But as soon as I put a name and a logo to it, it just kicked off.
0: How long ago was that?
2: 2015, 16.
0: I'll okay, register. cool. Yeah, cool. Because, yeah. You know, like when, you know, I was just telling Sav before it started, before the recording started, you know, when we when I got down there, I was parked behind um Tony and I could see that he was setting up. And as soon as I got in there, um, you know, I was sort of milling around for a second. Tony grabs you and says, right, this is what you're doing. And, you know, it, it, it to, to go, you know, I, I love volunteering. I've done quite a bit of volunteering, but uh, th- this was one of the, this is one of the experiences i would go back to continue to volunteer because as a volunteer you want to be guided and you want to you know you you want you want a lot of direction you want to be put at ease and tony's just got that 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 feel to him you know like he gave us a bit of a spiel that we, that i put up on um the instagram um he told you he tells you exactly what to do with a bit of a, a sly laugh with a bit of with a bit of you know <laughs> dry humor and yeah. you know we set up, you know, we just to give the listeners an idea. The first thing we did was we were putting um, pizza slices from site Pizza, who is a sponsor, who who donates to, Glenn donates to um to to you guys, and we were putting four pieces into a bag and just chucking them on the table for the for people to come along and grab. And then we were doing chicken and um Anna Anna and Sav donated some chicken and uh, bread rolls. And, um, you know, um, and people brought sandwiches and a, a young, a really young guy turned up with sausages and, and bread rolls and we were putting together hot dogs for people. And it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be super sophisticated, does it? It just has to be, you just have to get in there and help people out.
2: And we do all that um,
0: with half an hour. It's like, it's pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Can,
1: can I, yeah I just, um, this- just sorry to interrupt, but I just like, I, I got a chance to spend some time with Ian yesterday when I arrived and just sort of turning up and looking at him. And actually when I walked across from the car, um, notoriously, I'm always late. Um, you know, so I'd walked across, you guys had had the tables and stuff set up and just looked at Ian, just sort of standing there very, uh, just composed, you know, I, I don't know what I expected, but you know, I kind of wanted to speak to him when I come in, but he's just sort of bouncing around, you know, sort of getting everything in order. And uh, I noticed Jeff was there filling the containers and, you know, the girls are there putting the chicken in and, you know, um, and also while we were there, another young guy turned up and just said, hey man, hey Ian, how are you? I'm so-and-so, just let you know I'm here to help out. And he's like, okay, man, jump on there. It was so well organized and the professionalism of Ian doing this was just, it was cool as ice, man. Like I just said, hey, how you going? What's going on? He said, yeah, well, good, man. You know, this is it. Uh, He did, you know, I had a little chat to him and I said, oh, is this a big turnout? And he said, no, not really. He said, when we did start this, we'd have like 180 people in the line. Uh, today, we might have, uh, what did we say, like 70 yesterday, 50? 50
2: to 70. Yeah,
1: 50 to 70. And, and, and an interesting point Ian made to me was, it's gotten a lot smaller. And I said, why is that? And I mean, this can only be a good thing. And he said, look, you know, people are getting housing. Um, I mean, he didn't say this to me, I'm saying this, but I guess a lot more people are cleaning themselves up or whatever it may be. But the, the limited number in the line has got to be a a good thing. And, you know, so anyway, as you guys were mentioning about the setting up of the food and one thing I wanted to say, and I've been waiting to say this, um, now I was watching when I turned up and seeing, you know, everybody doing their thing, I noticed that everybody sat down patiently. There was a set of stairs. They all sat, no one, you know, was trying to jump lines or, you know, it was very well organized like these people just lined up. All the food was out ready to go. No one got up until Ian sort of said, you know, hey guys, let's go. And then they just walk along. Um, the thing that blew me away is I'm, you know, I'm old school, common courtesies, manners, you know, basic things like this. It's very rare these days. It just doesn't exist. Now, these people who were doing that extremely tough, one thing, and it's almost makes me emotional talking about it. One thing I noticed with these people, each and every person looked me in the face and said, thank you, sir. Or thank you very much. Greatly appreciate it. Like, goddamn, where is the menace these days? Like you it agree. just, it just blew me away. I had one gentleman say, you know, Hey, you look like a familiar face. And, you know, I just thought, you know, look, you look familiar to me too. He was one of the Kelly family, the famous boxing family. And, um, I got talking to him and his wife and we went over and gave them some bread rolls. At the end, this gentleman had come back and wanted to say how amazing it was that I spent time to talk to him. I mean, you know, people need to take a good look, good, long, hard look at themselves, mate, because these people had nothing and they absolutely were beyond grateful for what was happening for them. I mean, you know, just, it it was just such an, an amazing thing to do. And to see Ian stand there and, week in and week out, keep going back and doing this. Like I just, I just cannot, um, you know, tell you what a great human you are, mate. This is, this is absolutely mind blowing. And it was just such a special afternoon for me. Like I left there and in the car on the way home, like I spoke to my wife and I spoke with my kids and, you know, we all just took so much from that afternoon. That wasn't about going down there and handing out food. We all learned a lot. Uh, And this is just, you know, like you said, Benny, you know, I can't wait to get back. That was just incredible. You,
0: you know what? What you said, Sav, at the end, as we walked away, you said that was 19 minutes. That's all it took. Oh, me. my apologies. Another... Yeah,
1: that's another thing. And yeah, yeah, said 19 minutes from start to finish.
0: Yeah, start to finish. But, exactly. you know, it's 19 minutes that changes <laughs> no. lives. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and it changes lives on such a basic level. You know, you're not doing a telethon. You're not doing a, you know, you're not on television. You're not raising money. You know, you're not selling chocolates. Mm. It's just people coming down real. Like you say, Sav, it blew me away. It blew, I actually, I was driving to meet my family and in the car on the way home, I was dead quiet. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Mm. I had to actually spend a lot of time processing this really basic, raw, helpful experience. Yep, raw. And I Great can't word. wait to get back. And, you know, just for the listeners out there, it, it's not complicated. You don't even have to call Ian. It, correct me if I'm wrong, Ian. You don't have to get in contact with Ian or um, Tony. You just have to turn up at 4.30 down just, at the Willamaloo. Yep. At during setup, go introduce yourself to Tony. Who, I think I'm guessing he'll be wearing a Hawaiian T-shirt. I'm guessing that's his uniform, <laughs> right? <laughs> he was awesome. You know, and you, take take whatever you got. It, you know, take whatever you got and you'll have the, the most humbling 20 minutes experience it's, of your life. It's just gratitude, does not it? Yeah. It, it, and, you know, Ian, I, I, I couldn't help it. When I got to dinner with the family, I actually said, look, I have to step away for five minutes. And I stepped away to message you that message that you got last night because I was so overwhelmed I could not leave that that thank you message unsaid. You know i had to message you and then you know it's funny as i was doing it sav was doing it as well <laughs> you know and you know you so, so, yeah and you know like we both felt that same emotion for it and it, it, it reminds us that a lot of the stuff that we do a lot of the some of the goals we have are, are quite superficial we take things for granted right so thank, you know, for me, big thank you again. I know I said it to you privately, but, you know, on the podcast. It's a team, as you can see, it's a, it's a team event. There's it's no,
2: yeah. no started, but it's a team event.
0: It, it's 100% a team I, event. And, you, team. Know,
2: yeah.
0: you know, I know that, you know, I was, I also spoke to Jeff a little bit last night on, on Messenger and he was feeling the same way as I was and I was saying, you know, what a great what what a great message what what a great experience for his kids his, his girls you know to to do it and i'm actually thinking about talking to sav with your permission in a new year and maybe you know um through sav stories and gracie botany we um we we organize for people to come down once every now and again as a group from gracie botany if with sav's permission i haven't actually even yeah spoken of course to him absolutely i
1: couldn't think of anything yeah. better I support it
0: yeah, wholeheartedly. yeah. Because, you know, I was watching, I, I got I got the chance to stand next to Kalani and Isla and and Xavier for a bit. And even Xavier was, like, out there handing, you know, doing a few bits and pieces, handing out cutlery, you know. And it was just, I, I can't stop talking about it. It it, it, it made my the kids, week.
2: The kids, they start to spook stuff. And it feels like they're low on sales. And they're like, come on, have some bread. have some bread. <laughs> they start really spooking the bread out, and yeah. <laughs> they don't want to be like
1: left full. You know, yeah. it was good. It was really interesting too. You know, I, I kind of um, I did see one gentleman come back around, and I didn't realise once they'd done you know a lap they could go back in, and you know to watch just I know I've I've just covered this, but to you know it just blew me away how polite they all were, and you know you'd offer them something and they would it wasn't like they were just kind of sporadically answering like, I'll grab one of those. They, they would stop and think, Go, uh, um, I might grab the curry. I heard one gentleman say to Ian, Ian, how hot's the curry? And he said, well, you'll find out. <laughs> so You know, and then they were really, I think they could see, you know, with the line going through and there was still remaining food, they would circle back and, you know, they'd grab that extra tub and you you could see that they were really, and I'd say, you know, they'd say, do you mind if I grab another one? Like, and I'd say, of course, no problem. Thank you so much. Like, you'd see some of them sit down on the wall and like literally peel those lids off and start eating. We had a a young mum come through with um, a couple of kids there and she kind of just pushed through and then we offered her some bread rolls and she, you know, she sort of said, yeah, look, thank you so much. And then uh, Little Indy and uh, Kalani went over and offered her some some little packs of things they had there. And I could see she was, you know, and and even though she probably really badly wanted that, and there was the three kids, she's like, oh, it's okay if, if someone else wants it, I'm fine. And they said, no, no, these are the last ones. I mean, she reached out with both arms for them. And I mean, to see that, her to offer for someone else... When I know deep down in my heart how badly she wanted it, I mean, this is – this is it was just mind-blowing to watch actually, um, yeah. you know. We, yeah, and everything was over and done with really quick. Um, you know, I was able to chat to a few of the people there, which was really nice. Uh, you know, we had those tables I packed wanted, up. It's important to connect with them. Yeah.
2: I think that's why we've been there for so long because we connect with them and they expect us mm. to be there every
1: Sunday. Well, well, they, they depend on you, right? I mean, this is a thing and you could see those people coming down and – you know, like the gentleman I was speaking to, and he said, you just don't understand how grateful we are for this. Like this is, it's everything for us, you know. And I said, oh, is your wife, you know, is she she enjoying this? And he said, he said take a look at her. She hasn't moved. She's into a third bread roll. <laughs> I, looked, I looked over, mate, she's putting that whole roll in her mouth in one go. But it, it, it was, it was really, really nice, really great afternoon.
2: And you know, yeah. like I said, oh, you'll soon find out about Harry. Look, like I, my, my character there is, I take the piss, but I take the piss to connect with them.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Because I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take, they'll take the piss back, and then we get, we, we connect, and we, mm. we chat, and mm. I get to know them. Mm. That's just my because some people find it a bit ooh, but um, no, I yeah, yeah,
1: it was absolute hundred percent humour. Even the guy smiled, you know. <laughs> we have a laugh. Yeah, no? it was yeah.
0: good. It was real good. On that, on that, Ian, tell us about the the lady who. Uh, the, the lady who gets the first pick.
2: That's just my little. Nice. She waits. She has been for about maybe three or four months now. Yeah. I don't know her name. She's a little Vietnamese lady, and she's um she made us fried rice once. Oh, nice. Um, got cancer, unfortunately. Um, but oh. she happy. Like she breaks down a couple of times.
0: You know, I've seen her break down a couple of times, but um. She's majority of the time she's happy and grateful. Yeah. And can can you tell our listeners as your as your favorite what, what 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 does she get? Because I I was there and you you can tell us.
2: <laughs> oh, I just gonna go for it. Okay, what do you want? Take it. Just no, no, i go, go. <laughs> like I make her and um, She's okay, okay, okay. And she just grab, grab two or three things. So just for, for
0: so for the listeners, I went over to Ian's car to grab some pizzas out of the back. And um, this little Vietnamese lady came over, and Ian opened up the the back area and was like, "You can have first pick. You can have first pick. Go for your <laughs> life." Go. And he looked at me with the biggest smile on his face. And you had the biggest smile on your face when you told me you were like, "She's my favorite. I just let her go first. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and she's and she's having it a dig awesome. through. What? I was awesome. I loved it. It was just such yeah. a the, the smile on your face. It was absolute satisfaction. It was, it was really brilliant. It yeah, was she's good. She's good. It was great. Before, before we leave the podcast, this episode, I wanted to look into the future with you because I wanted to get your perspective on competing. Competing is a big thing for white belts like me. It's something that we have to get our heads around. And as somebody who's competed at the highest level which is, and done so, so well at the highest level, I'd love to hear what your motivation is for getting back into competition. You know, you've obviously got that hunger for it, but what's the, for you?
1: What's the goal? It's in the blood, man. It's in his blood. It's, it's in
2: the, <laughs> I guess, yeah, that's the basis of it. But to challenge myself again, mm. I feel I'm due, I'm due for a challenge. Mm. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've, my prep's okay. I mean, I've been, I think, I, yeah, I think I've just prepared myself by default. <laughs> Tell us about the prep. Tell us how you're prepping in, in your mind. T- your mind. training and I'm feeling good. Like my, my body's coordinating with, with my mind. Um, that's that's a
0: sinus I feel. If these still working together, I be, yeah, I can do it. <laughs> I mean, you 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 have fought at the highest level like I said just a few seconds ago. Do you when we're training and doing technique in jiu-jitsu, do you actually find stuff challenging or does it all come yeah. together in your head? I'm um, always challenged by it. I've got ADD. Yeah. <laughs> like, Join the club. I'll be
2: watching and observing, and, and I'll go okay. what was the first thing? I I'll be asking them. What, what do you do again? <laughs>
1: look, are you doing? again? he's serious. I, 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 do a, that to me. I do have a tendency to, to <laughs> show you guys lots of different stuff in one class. So get it. I'm that person. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. You know what? That's so funny. You've done that to me. It, it, like, so Sam's gone. Okay, <laughs> today we're going to do a Heva, Da 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 da. You know. And then I've gone and and uh, you know somebody has gone to me. Do you know what to do? And I was like, I'm with oh, It's all good. And I'll, I'll walk <laughs> over with you to our spot. And you look at me and go, What are we doing?
2: If you see me or sab's explains. i'm going one two i'm counting how
0: many things are involved to help me get through it (laughs) you know what i mean oh you do that you (laughs) you actually trigger points okay (laughs) yeah tell okay tell listeners because we had a chat about this while we were while we're training one day tell listeners how you do this like tell them tell them what you're talking about with accounting this is interesting how
2: many
1: different changes there are in the technique Yeah. 10 tricks in there. What number do you get to with me, mate? I'm interested to know if you go past 10. I think eights. But hang on a
0: sec. With is not just one, two, three, four. Then there's like a side thing. Okay, it's 4.1. Just in case you want, you want to get in like, you know, this. In here, you can arm bar, you know? But well, for today, we're going to do this instead, right? And I just close my <laughs> fist and throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's too much now. <laughs> it happens.
2: Yeah. I just do my best. I'm doing my best. i'm not that i'm not it's my add like i'm not that way inclined i have to do it to learn it but once i do it i'll learn it forever you know what i mean
1: it's interesting you know just watching you guys like um you know sometimes (laughs) when we've gone through a couple of weeks of a certain situation you know we're going through all those different positions and you might have someone come in and they're like wow look what these guys are doing i say look you know this has been going on for a couple of weeks but Sometimes when we get into those, you know, deeper into those weeks and we're delivering a whole bunch of scenarios but through one position or situation where we might start with a standing Delaheeva a seated guard pull, We're going into all these different options from top to bottom, reversal sweeps, you know, inverts. But I mean both you guys know when it comes to demonstration time, it's it's pretty much mind blowing. Like everybody not only does or executes what's asked or required of them, and you know that I'm very fond on um change like as long as we stay along the same lines if you know i'm asking you guys to go to a high cradle on back and i'm asking you to finish with say a bow and arrow and somebody goes into an arm lock or a you know a triangle like i really support that situation and allows you guys to grow and i think you know you both see it the amount of um variation we see it's impressive and not only do you guys do it but you guys are also you know incorporating your own things so it is pretty pretty cool to watch and um i don't think you guys give yourself enough credit because you not only do you do it and do it well but then you add different things so yeah you know look well done awesome
2: it's understanding the basis of things yep. if you yeah yeah can do whatever you want
1: yeah that's right with it I, I, um, you, know what I'm, you know what I'm like, mate. You guys, it's like as long as you've got a sh- strong foundations, everything else is, you know, a lot more achievable. It's, you know, a lot easier to understand. So, yeah, yeah
0: I, I still love those white belt classes. They're still my favourite two times of the week. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah, I think I told popular. you once earlier on if you did it three times a week, I'd be doing. I'd be doing.
2: You know, I was doing... like when we when we were training, like
0: <laughs> we do a bridge and roll. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, we, you quite often hear me say that in class, right? Like, you know, through, you know, I'm classically trained. Yeah, but in our era, we would be doing maybe some butterfly guard sweeps or we might be learning how to, you know, break off the grips. Say again? Absolutely. <laughs> and we do that in fundamentals now. you know
2: championship was born and – We
1: yeah, I mean, we weren't doing it. No, definitely not. It's you know, look with all these platforms and you know all the advancements in technology, everyone's a lot more educated these days as well. There's nowhere really to hide. You know, people are doing their own work and yeah, it's awesome.
0: What were were you saying, Ian? Because you just cut out there a little bit. Oh, sorry. The kids like watching the kids train. Oh yeah, watching the kids. Mind blowing. One hundred percent. I've got one more question for you before we end the podcast, because I think this is so important for everybody to hear. In your mind, when you go to this com- these competitions next year, and I'm really looking forward to watching you, um, are you going to be nervous? Most likely. I mean, that's – see, <laughs> for me as a white belt, you know – I, I, this morning, I we we've trained. I've trained for about six months with you, Ian, and we've been chatting for about six months. But this morning, for the first time, before this podcast, I went and had a look at one of your fights. I don't know which one it was, but it was yeah. brutal. And um, you know, and you won, and uh, convincingly. And um, and um, you know, for you to, for me to hear you say that as a you know as a jujitsu fighter, somebody who's gone to the heights that you've gone to, still be nervous. It it actually brings everything back down to earth for me. It shows me that you know, like beings.
2: I think it's more about look. I think, I think competing is just one big anxiety attack for all of us. (laughs) But it's how we handle it, right?
0: Right. Can we function within that anxiety? That's that's the key. Watching the video today, I can tell you that you can absolutely function within within that anxiety. You know, like really well.
2: (laughs) That's through training and through experience. My first fight wasn't like that. (laughs) I didn't know whether I was getting hit or there were camera flashes. I don't know what was going on. Do you remember that first fight? Yeah. Tell us about it quickly. It was a blur. (laughs) Where was it? First kickboxing fight. I think it was in Hornsby RSL against a guy called Ben Steele. Like I said, they were still smoking. The the smoke was going towards the ring. (laughs)
1: Oh,
2: wow. Hey! And, um... Yeah, I dropped him, and for me, inside my mind, fight was over. You know what I mean? But he got back up. Wow, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is full on. And then he's hit me, and like I said, I don't know whether they got hit or it was a camera flash, and it was just spa, like, like flashes, and he won that fight. Um, but one thing I push, and one thing I always repeat, it's a bit off, but I always I, look, there's a difference between losing and not winning, and I, I preach this to everyone. If you've done the work and you're confident, and you've done your training, and you haven't skipped anything, and you've walked in a hundred percent, and that other person got the win, good on them.
1: I couldn't agree more, mate. I absolutely, I, I, I'm, and I'm not trying to piggyback what you're saying. I literally say the same words to my students quite often. I cannot believe it, almost word for word. If you have put a hundred percent in, and you miss that win, you know what? It's it, they're allowed yeah, to be better. It's all good.
2: But if you skip training, if you let the anxiety beat you, if you froze, or you didn't do your work, or you did things yep. that make you feel guilty, or you did things that made you feel inadequate, you lost. Hundred percent. And that's when you lose sleep.
1: Yep, absolutely.
2: And that can you can spiral, and if that becomes a habit,
0: forget. It.
1: Mm, absolutely. Sav, so I'll ask you the
0: same question. When you 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 know when you were competing, and you competed a lot and at a, quite a high level at B in BJJ for a, a while. In those last fights, were you still getting nervous?
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, just like Ian said, and it, you know, it's always there's never a time I've turned up to a tournament not nervous. Um, I, I I don't I don't really care who it is. I think everybody carries some form of you know nervous energy. And for me, the best thing about the, the, the look there's so much nervous energy pre-fight. Actually, when I get to the to the tournament, and I'm you know it almost gets easier and easier. And I know this might sound unusual to some, but I'm actually at my calmest when I get onto the mat Cause I think, okay, we're here, you know, this is what I've been waiting for. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm still nervous, but I'm actually feeling good because that thing I've been waiting for and anticipating, um, it's arrived. I mean, look, I, I, yeah. I've got a story I quite often tell. Um, you know, everyone wants to talk about the great wins and, you know, all this and that. And, you know, I've had plenty of wins. I've had plenty of losses. But the story I quite often tell is as a purple belt when I traveled to Brazil and I made it to the final against and that's another Gracie Humaitar competitor. and Bruno and Hoyler were there watching. And I actually got the better of this guy all the way till the end. And I was up by an advantage. Now, this guy had gone down on his back. He put his feet on my hips. Um, and I was standing. And I can remember Bruno yelling, don't move, don't move. And I thought, you know what? I looked up at the clock and there was you know, eight to 10 seconds ago and I thought, I'm going to footlock this guy. So I remember putting my arm around his leg, sitting down, locking that figure four up and laying back to footlock him. I thought, if I'm going to be a world champion, I want to do it in style, not by half a point. And as I sat back, I bounced off my bum and this guy, I, I was putting my right leg into his thigh to keep him on the ground. But as my bum bounced, I seen his thigh come over my leg and he came up, reached up for my collar, pulled himself on top. And I seen the ref put his hands up and give the two points. Now, I didn't need to do that. Um, I lost the world championships from it. But I quite often tell that story because I went back to the drawing board when I got back to Australia and trained. I can't believe how hard I was training. I was training the house down, trying to get there every day, two times a day, sometimes three times, weekends, whatever. Now... Let me finish the story, but I knew when I went back to Brazil next year that I would be a world champion. I trained so hard; I knew that I was pretty much unbeatable. That's how I felt, anyway. So, sure enough, I travelled over. I even went past the medal stand to have a look at what the gold looked like, to what it would look like on me. And I was in the best condition of my life. I knew that day I'd, you know, be a world champion. I lost my first fight. You know, and that's the reality of of everything. So. Like Ian said, doesn't matter how hard you train, um, no matter what you do, um, you know, as long as you're true to yourself. And although I lost that fight, you know, thinking that I was probably going to, if not get to the final, maybe win. It's one of the best lessons I had in my life was that loss. And, you know, I still talk about it today. So, yeah, it's it's a funny game. It's... um, it certainly, you know, keeps you thinking, keeps you active. You're always growing. You're always learning. And this is why people keep doing it because it's just so challenging. If it wasn't so challenging, no one would go back.
0: Completely. You know, I've you know, i I've, I've not done comp yet. It is something that I want to do in 2023 and I'm looking forward to it. But, um, you know, it, the, the challenge for me is just to get there every day mm. and to, to learn something new and to...
2: Just believe that what you're doing is right. Have faith yeah. in it, what you've got. And if you're going in with a, re, a 38 revolver and that's what you've
0: got, do your best with it. Yep. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's 100%. No, that's no, okay. L- last question for What I got in my mind because my ADD brain forgets questions as they're coming up. Um, When you were down in Melbourne watching Professor Sachi fight and come away with those wins. Yep
1: were you tempted to get back were you tempted to sign up yeah i was i actually um to be completely honest i'd been like you know would have liked to have been training a lot more than i was but you know we had as you see we have so many black belts come and visit the academy um and i've been training with a lot of the light blue and purple belts you know these guys are tough um and you know a lot of these black belts and look i was having some good rounds with them some of them you know getting you know through the rounds and you know, whether I was being caught or whatever it may be, I thought, you know what, it's nice that I'm, I'm actually competing with these guys. And my intention, and I never said anything to anybody, I actually had registered for the Pampax to fight in, you know, one of the master's divisions, you know, up there. There was, you know, I could see there was two or three guys and I thought, you know what, this is the time for me to dip my toe in the water and do it. Um, the only thing that stopped me from doing it is, you know, my wife had sent away from my IBJJF card as I just, you know, got all my certificates and stuff done there was a stuff up with my card and because I fought the last time I fought was in um, the world championships in LA Uh, that was as a, as a Brown belt. And for some reason my card hadn't been updated or whatever it may be, although I had the certificates and I had Hoyler's signature. And anyway, long story short, there was an issue with my card, which didn't allow me to compete. That's the only reason I didn't compete, but I'm going to, I'm going to knuckle down next year. As of January really put the foot to the pedal and, um, yeah, I'm thinking of maybe heading over at the end of next year. I might go over. We're talking about getting a little team together. I'm thinking of heading over to, um, over to the States and doing the World Masters. But, you know, it's just a thought at the moment. I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. Um, that's the last thing you want to do. Uh, I just want yep. to train. And, you know, if I feel like the training is good, I'll, I'll consider that at year's end.
0: Can't wait. I, I, I know that I would love to see. I've, I've seen a video of you fighting. I don't, I, I, don't know where it was, but I think your ankle picked the guy at the end. Right. Yeah, and 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 you, you came up and you did you, you did exactly what kind kind does. You came up and you, you you know you were very satisfied. You walked off very calm, very cool. You know, it was I was like I was watching Kainoa in the older
1: format. Oh yeah, it's you know, um, like... that toe, toe hold finish. Uh, yeah. I, no, I, no, I, I did, used you... to get away with that, mate. Now I get my back taken. I've got to find a new trick. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hi ian thank you so much for joining us today that was awesome sav this was the christmas edition of our fantastic um, great stuff guys yeah i know we got to we finally got to christmas yeah and we might have one more at the end of the year given that anna got such a massive vote for um being on the podcast for the last podcast of the year, we're going to see if we can sneak it That'd in be between amazing. Christmas and New Year's. She thoroughly
1: deserves but to be on. I, 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 yeah, that would be fantastic.
0: I can't wait. She and she doesn't give herself enough credit. I think she's going to be. She, I think it's going to be one of the better episodes we have. She's hugely entertaining. I always enjoy chatting with her, mm. and it's uh, you know it's just going to be like that, but on camera. And with a little red
1: red dot that gives you a little bit of pressure, but um, I'm happy to bring her on, mate. As long as that pink sign that sits above her desk that says "Boss Lady" comes nowhere near here,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so looking forward to it. But for now, we're gonna le- we're gonna wrap it up. Merry Christmas to all our listeners! Thank you for joining us this year. Yeah. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for being part of all of our Insta fun, and you know, coming and over and giving Sav and I your feedback, your really positive feedback. We've enjoyed hearing it. Um, It's going to be an interesting 2023. Sav and I were talking about what we're going to be doing. And um, we're looking forward to having Ian back again, potentially.
1: Absolutely. Talking about
0: his comp prep. I said I would love to. Yeah, yeah. And
1: uh, I think that's it. Sav, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, thanks. Look, another amazing podcast. Uh, you know, look, sort of getting to the back end of 2022 now. You know, this only started a little while ago. We're sort of eight podcasts deep. Uh, really appreciate you coming on to, uh, to today in and to spend that time with oh, you, you. Yeah. Yesterday. And, you know, just watching you down there doing what you do with the homeless and, and just, you know, it really was really, really, not only good to watch you do that, but also to be part of it. I just, I, I can't tell you, it certainly has changed the way I look at things. Uh, thanks so much, Ian. We, we greatly appreciate you on mate. I, I can't stress how wonderful this has been. And, um, I really do appreciate you sharing this platform and your, you know, your thoughts and all that sort of stuff. And we look forward to getting you on back next year once you get ready to compete. Benny, always a pleasure. Uh, thank you for keeping me heavily caffeinated. I uh, greatly appreciate it. <laughs> and um, for now, guys, thank you so much. One, two, three.